Hello, everybody. Welcome to JP's Political Matrix, where the red pill dominates. Today, we're going to talk about Joe Biden. Oh, my goodness. The guy keeps putting his foot in his mouth. We're going to talk about Jeff Sessions. He's got a little tiff going on with Trump. And let me tell you about Trump. He loves God. Welcome to JP's Political Matrix. All right. We're here today with our amazing producer, Ryan. I don't know about amazing, but producer... What's up, JP? That voice is silky smooth. I silky try. smooth. I try All my right. Best. Yeah, JP's political matrix today, guys. We've got a full plate. We're going to talk about a few things, and then uh, just a nice, sweet show set up for you. So the week was a really full, rich week. Lots of fun things going on, and we're going to start with Joe Biden. Ryan, Joe Biden cannot seem to keep his foot out of his mouth he loves the leather taste i suppose but let me tell you he is <laughs> he, he he keeps putting his foot in his mouth and now it's with the um racist comment mm. that joe biden comes from uh, you know from the heart the mouth speaketh so uh black progressives progressives pan joe biden's you ain't black comment racist and disgusting and they cut his feed that's uh, straight out of breitbart but i tell you what let me tell you i'll read this story that uh, black progressive influencers expressed shock outrage and dismay at joe biden's already infamous you ain't black comment on friday Let's see here. It said here, black authors, activists, pundits, and entertainers, including some Biden supporters, which finally, you guys are waking up, were consistently negative as they reacted over social media. Several described Biden as having a white savior complex, for sure, unmitigated gall, and audacity to make this rule for their racial authenticity. Others condemned the comments as racist and disgusting. So what comments, you might ask? Here's what Joe Biden, former vice president and right-hand man to Barack Hussein Obama. Joe Biden declared Friday morning that if black Americans are unsure whether to support him over Donald Trump in the November election, quote, then you ain't black. Whoops. Close quote. Whoops. He made the unsolicited racially charged remark as he departed his virtual interview with Breakfast Club co-host Charlemagne, the little G. He's got big G here. Uh-uh. Little G, bro. Charlemagne, you're little G. You don't. You ain't nothing. You're not God. All right. So back to the story. Joe Biden put his foot in his mouth, and that was his way. That was his exit from the interview, apparently. So... <clears throat> This guy has just, I mean, let me tell you, uh, Ryan, can you, can you say something a little more um, uh, insulting to a group of people who you actually rely on to win an election? I'm just wondering when he's going to use the N-word. Oh, my goodness. I just wonder. You, well, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, he's been a Democrat a long time, and we know who the party of slavery, the party of Jim Crow, and all that is. Just wondering, just asking the question. Absolutely, I'm just they created it. Would it be beyond I mean, him? All of that. That was created from the Democrats, and uh, the history lessons have been changed and modified. They rewrite history all the time to benefit uh, their causes and powers what they're after. So Candace Owens leading the Blexit program across the United States of America and having such a great following. Candace Owens decided she was going to tweet a couple of things, which I thought were hilarious. So if you didn't support Hillary in 2016, Candace tweets, Hashtag, she's reminding us of what they did back in 2016. Same thing, same story. 
if you didn't support Hillary in 2016, hashtag you ain't woman. Mm. Yeah, same playbook. They run from it every every election. Sounds like identity politics a little bit here. I agree. Yep. If you don't vote for Joe Biden in 2020, you ain't black. Hashtag. Which is what Joe Biden's doing. So, uh, Candace writes, if you still can't see that the Democrats are exactly what they accuse everyone else of being, hashtag you ain't smart. So, that's beautiful. You know, Candace Owens has such a great way about her. She has got a great countenance. She's strong, strong woman. And yes, she's a black woman. And she's amazing. And I would love to see her, Ryan, on a VP ticket at some point as she climbs the ladder. I mean, president someday, but hey, let her start off with VP. Uh, She'd be one of the strongest vice president candidates that I could think of uh, up and coming. I mean, she's just continuing like fine Trump Jr. to get better and better and stronger and stronger. She's so smart. So smart. Boy, wouldn't that be great? You heard it here first. We predict. Is this a prediction? (laughs) Donald (laughs) J. Trump. No, no, not Donald J. But Donald Trump Jr. and Candace Owens. What would that be? Twenty. That's that's what you call a dream team. That's what you would. Call. I think it would be. Forget the nineteen ninety two Olympic dream team. No, that's the dream team. But people are waking up. The point of this, they're waking up to what truly is in the heart of the Democrats. Joe Biden slipped, and there it is. I mean, his his true. You know, he, oh well, you must not be black if you don't vote Democrat. What? What? Who says that? Well, you what know who said it? it's 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 blacks on the left have called. Uh, blacks on the right, Oreos, for the longest time, they're white on the inside, black on the outside. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's appalling. It's absolutely appalling. Yeah. Well, it, it is. And they are all about the power. They, 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 the funny thing is, it's not funny, it's sad. They continue to believe, the, the blacks across America, the African Americans across the country, believe a lie that if you vote Democrat, they're going to take care of you. So it, it's just enough to, to keep you fed, you know, give you a free cell phone, all of these items, sure, but something for free. It's all about that. It has nothing to do with teach a man to fish. It's all about just give him a little fish, give him a little bit of the, it's not even the good fish, you know, it's kind of like the fish that have been sitting out and it's got flies all over it, it kind of smells and it's a little bit you know, taint is nasty. It's the bottom, That's what they're giving bottom them. feeding Yeah, fish. they're just giving them the nasty fish. So, it, it, not even fish sticks, <laughs> you know, not even the good stuff. They're just giving them a little bit every day so they can eat. And they lie. I mean, for 40-plus years, they've been believing the lie. And that it has taken, right now, uh, someone like Candace Owens to lead the mindset change and what is really a paradigm shift in their thinking uh, against the Democrats, because if they lose a certain percentage, uh, and I don't remember what the percentage was, but it was not that much. It was about 15%, I think. If they lose those yeah. voters, it is over. It's kind of like the, the way the Democrats look at Texas. If we, if, they lo- if we lose Texas, if Texas turns blue, then game over. Yeah. Game over. That's the way, it's look- that, that's the way it looks. Well, that's how the black vote is so important to the Democrat Party. They, it is their base. It is their, you know, they're they're obviously uh, taking them for granted, which is uh, why they say we're not taking you for granted. The Democrats always say or or have to to um, apologize for what they really do mean. So they they project onto other people what they really are, and call you a racist yes. when they're the racist. Yes. And they say, we're not taking you for granted because they absolutely are taking 
the black vote They're for granted. obsessed with race. The left is obsessed with race. We're they trying are. to, let's, let, let's be colorblind. Let's all people equal. Let's, based off of merit and your abilities and so forth, and we're all created in the image of God. So it, we're equal. It, it was supposed to be like that, and I think they started, um, oh, what was it? Uh, back, oh, how long? Um, you get in because you are black. You get in because you are Hispanic. You get in because you are Asian. So those uh, college uh, entrance exams, etc., all of that, you get this grant because affirmative you're black. action. You get all of this because you are this color. They see color. Affirmative, affirmative action absolutely uh, was the beginning of, 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 of that handout mentality and, and that uh, it took away from earning it. I think there are some, some uh, obviously, Clarence Thomas, um, Ben Carson, Dr. Ben Carson. These folks have made it. They made it through back when it was difficult. Uh, there may have may have been some affirmative action, but they were not wanting. You know, they they, they were not. They don't tout that as why they su- were successful. They tout it because they had whether it be strong mothers or strong fathers or or somebody pushing them in their life, and they had it inside of them to be successful. Or I see a way out, and I'm going to to work hard at it. And they did. And there's just uh, numerous stories. Those are, those are uh, main stories that we can think of. But, uh, you know, affirmative action was just a, a big handout and became a, a problem because they see color uh, as being more important than thoughts, you know, what people are thinking, their intelligence, what they bring to the table with experience, creativity, Whatever it is. Anyway, those, uh, those things are just, uh, it's just complete opposite of what the conservative movement is all about. And right now, the conservative movement lives more in the Republican Party than it does the Democrat Party. The Republican Party, obviously, uh, for those that are out there that are confused and aren't sure, like either one is bad and, and think that way, well, I will tell you, if you have a needle and it's leaning one way or the other, the needle will point over to the Republican Party when, and it aligns most with what you believe if you're a conservative. It just does. So that's where you have to land because those are the two choices. And so we, we, we want to let the needle fall over the Republican Party in 2020. We want to, uh, at that point, begin to refine those uh, positions because what will happen is uh, once those people are elected in, Ryan, those people uh, will be held to account because they will have come in under the umbrella of a conservative movement because that's what's happening right now. With Trump. Anyway, so Joe Biden yes. put his foot in his mouth. Uh, Candace uh, Owens replies, and it was just a, just a, a crazy week. He, he is um, losing his mind. I think he absolutely, I feel really, really bad for him because I think all of this is a result of him, uh, just the filter is kind of dissolving. It's like a veil uh, between what is right and what is wrong and his mind. And he is uh, not able to filter the way he should or used to. And so things are f- coming through that filter, whether it be dementia of some sort. It just, it's very strange. The, the videos that are, are that are surfacing of him uh, of late are absolutely disturbing. And it's, it's, it's quite. Well, JP, you're just a dog faced pony soldier. Well, that I am. <laughs> I don't even know what that means, but uh pony soldier, just, I guess you tote the line for somebody. But anyway, that's, that yeah, and he said that to a, a young lady too. So 
even better, right? The guy uh, just is. He, he needs he needs to be under own. psychiatric care, not out running for president. Agreed, agreed. So Joe Biden uh, will continue. That'll be. We'll probably have more and more stories coming forth uh, with with Joe Biden every but, day. Um, yeah, every day, every day. <laughs> so let's run over to Jeff Sessions because uh, Trump is saying, "Do not trust." Here we go, Jeff Sessions. Oh, we've got a little battle coming up in Alabama. We, uh, you know, uh, oh, you can't win the presidency without Alabama. Jeff Sessions running for the Senate again, uh, former attorney general who recused himself. So here, Trump says former attorney general let our country down. I tend to agree. I think he had uh, no backbone. I think he's weak sauce. I think that, uh, well, here, you know, President Trump lashed out at former Attorney General Jeff Sessions, tweeting that the timing of his ouster may have been tied to the Mueller inquiry. Three years ago, quote, Donald Trump says three years ago, after Jeff Sessions recused himself, the fraudulent Mueller scam began. Trump wrote, Alabama, do not trust Jeff Sessions. He let our country down. That's why I endorsed Coach Tommy Tuberville, the true supporter of our MAGA agenda. So, you know, Donald Trump's obviously uh, you know, put a line in the sand, said, you know what? No to Jeff. And uh, Tommy Tuberville is who uh, Donald J. Trump, President Trump, is supporting. Uh, it's pretty awesome, actually. And it, it, <clears throat> some stats are coming out of this. They're doing some polling. And uh, Ryan, listen to this. Tuberville is a pro-Trump Republican, and he's leading the race with 55.1% probably or definitely yes. favoring Tuberville. To the th- listen to this, Jeff Sessions. This is a slap in Wait the face. Wait for it. Wait for it. 31.8% probably or definitely favoring Sessions. Wow. And this guy has been in, I mean, this guy is Alabama politics. He's been forever. This is a, a poll that uh, just came out, and <clears throat> Jeff Sessions should never have have done what he did. He just, uh, people are tired of that flimsy, wet noodle spine Republican rhino mindset. Let's work with the the other side of the aisle and let's, oh, let me recuse myself from this because I... It's the right thing to do. I just don't know if I can do this. So I'll just go read a book, a novel... What did he do for that amount of time besides draw a were, paycheck? Were you, as JP, were, were you shocked? Because I was excited. When I found out Jeff Sessions was going to be Trump's AG, I was thrilled. I hit the floor. I danced. I jumped up. I screamed and yelled. I thought, this is awesome. We're taking these guys down, meaning we're going to clean and drain the swamp. We're going to scrub the swamp. We're going to put antibacterial <laughs> stuff all over the swamp. It's going to come out shining. Nope. Mr. He clean, recused Mr. himself clean. like day one, right? <laughs> Here, you're going to be my attorney general. Thank you. I recuse myself from doing anything. I'm going to go. I'll be home hanging out by the pool, and uh, you guys take care of this for the next two years or whatever, and I'll just sit back. What a weenie. Jeff Sessions is linguini weenie. He is. You can just see it. He just talks politicianese, and there's nothing strong about him. He's done this for so long and just sat there and took his check and his pension, and now he wants back in. He wants some power. And, uh, yeah, no, I believe Donald Trump's doing the right thing. Tommy Tuberville, get somebody in there that's proactive, that'll support the people of Alabama, and, you know, not just be a total weenie. Oh, my gosh, I'm so glad to see this. It's a slap in the face. 
you know, to Trump when he recused himself and let him and let Trump. And then now we're Ryan, we're having to step back. We're having to go back and do what they should have done the first time, and that is investigate properly all that was going on inside of what was Jeff Sessions' Department of Justice. All of this is now having to go back. We're going to have to spend more time, more money, and do it right the second time. Unbelievable. And if he were truly an attorney general that was strong, he could have absolutely walked through there and cleaned it up and, and put a stop to some of the nonsense that was proven to be nonsense. Mueller got rich off this. So how many attorneys did they hire? It was an army. Like eight, 17? An army. And each one of those were Trump paid. hating. How much money to, you know, uh, 500 bucks, 1,000 bucks an hour just to push pen and paper. Our and country and, spent and 40 make, million. And make accusation? Yeah. Divide that up among 17 millionaires already. These guys, these attorneys got rich, and it just stalled the agenda, which was what it was supposed to do. It completely took focus away too from Hillary and what was really happening with Russia collusion she was in collu- she was colluding with Russia Russia wanted you know uh Trump to win uh or, Hil- or Hillary to yeah. win cuz they knew sorry we know the truth because Hillary was in cahoots with them they would have been partners it was like you know back when Obama you didn't know the cameras were rolling and he said hey just give me until after the election just hey I'll open I'll, I'll just listen we'll communicate just wait a little while imagine if they had gotten Trump on tape oh saying that Can you that would have been Russia collusion that would have been like what are y'all doing what are y'all planning what are y'all thinking about what are you talking about why can't you say this out loud Hussein yeah. it's unreal it is unreal I, the things that are happening today, though, uh, across the world—that's a—that's a whole nother show too. What's going on across the world? But you know, fires are burning. We've got uh, pestilence across the world. We've got earthquakes in 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 these random places. Fourteen in one day, and we've got stuff happening right now. Ryan, things are happening, and uh, Trump has uh, backed Tommy Tuberville in Alabama. So, July 14th, Alabama. What should Alabamans do at the primary? Well, we need to wipe out Jeff Sessions, pull him <laughs> off the ticket. Let's do it. Tommy Tuberville. Yeah, come on, Alabama. Let's you can get do him. It. Let's put him in play. Say he, he's a Trump supporter, and so far we've seen that Trump is winning. Trump's winning across the country in uh, every ethnic group, but uh, the Democrats only see color, so they, they'll understand what I'm saying. I can't wait for those that. next polls to come out. Oh, I can't wait. Gosh, me either, Ryan. Me either. So uh, I want to move on to Donald Trump. Oh, let me tell you. Donald Trump says that places of worship are essential services, as they are and as they should be. Amen. Ryan, Trump loves God. I love this. I love it. And he loves people and his people across this country, and he wants them to have the freedom to go and worship, and they should, because we know people are being hurt and scarred emotionally, uh, not just physically, but when you have such mental anguish from a job or no income, and, and what are you going to do next? Where there's no hope, and then the, you know the Democrats pull any hope away from you and try to try to put you in a box and try to keep you reliant on them. It's just unbelievable. But we open up hope by opening up churches as essential services. And Donald J. Trump, President Trump, so proud of him saying that 
places of worship are essential. Yes. Uh, in fact, President Trump called on governors to reopen the nation's places of worship as essential services. He did this Friday, pointing to new safety guidelines from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and declaring that he would override any state leaders who don't agree. I love it. You know what's funny? Uh, The president said that some governors have deemed abortion clinics and liquor stores as essential, but hadn't put churches and other places of worship in that category. He's absolutely right. Can you believe what's going on in this country? Besides all that other, abortion clinics are absolutely essential, and so are liquor stores. Shows you what the the left values. Flip flip those around, because people usually, I guess they're going to liquor stores, and they need the abortion clinics. I'm not sure, because all that does, uh, liquor stores, it's going to cover up, uh, you know, your behavior as as you're... you know, and, and all your woes as you're drinking your sorrows away. And then you do something uh, that your judgment against your better judgment, and now you're in an abortion clinic. So oh, it's just unbelievable. But uh, the Democrat Party being the party of death, being the party of hate, being the party of of destruction and, and trying to take Racism. America down and the, the racist party, everything that they want to project on everybody else, that's what they are. And this was just evidence of it. So Donald J. Trump, President Trump, essential service would be uh, your church, my church, your synagogue, your temple, your place of worship, where we find hope, where we find fellowship, where we find all that is good. And with the the God of uh, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, this is where people go for hope. And Donald J. Trump, President Trump, absolutely said, hey, uh, we are reopening these because they're essential. If abortion clinics are essential, we're going to go to the opposite side of that, and we're going to go where people are praying against abortion, where people are praying for families, where people are praying for each other, where people are coming together with and providing hope, and they're even providing food and shelter, and they're going to the widows, and they're going to the poor, and they are providing, because without the churches in the world, this world would implode on itself with hate and anger and destruction and nobody to do God's work. But that's where it happens, is inside of the churches. So I believe, Ryan, hey, cut number one. Let's do it. Let's roll it. Today I'm identifying houses of worship, churches, synagogue and mosques as essential places that provide essential services. Some governors have deemed liquor stores and abortion clinics as essential, but have left out churches and other houses of worship. It's not right. So I'm correcting this injustice and calling houses of worship essential. Amen. I call upon governors to allow our churches and places of worship to open right now. Love it. Go Trump. Trump loves God. Trump loves the people of America. He loves America. He's a good guy. He's a great president. And uh, let me tell you, he did the right thing. Guys, we end on that top note. The top-notch decision by President Trump to do what he did, calling places of worship essential. And they are. So everybody... Thank you for joining us today. I'm JP. It's JP's Political Matrix. Have a great day.